You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. The fire of His Word in my heart is the title of this devotion. The fire of His Word in my heart. The Bible talks about that the Word of God can be like a fire in your heart. It's, it's a, a flame. It's something hot. You can see somebody who has the fire of passion, the fire of love, and the fire of enthusiasm, and you can feel it coming out of them. And the Word of God is like a fire in our heart. Jeremiah says in Jeremiah chapter 20, and I'll read to you from the Living Bible, is actually complaining to God because of the horrific opposition he's getting, especially from his own family in Anadoth. And he's getting this opposition because the princes around the king got so offended by what he was telling the king what to do. And the king had a heart for Jeremiah. But the king didn't dare obey Jeremiah or didn't dare obey God because of the princes around him. And his own family got, were kind of connected in one way or another. And they got so angry with Jeremiah that everybody was upset with him. And so Jeremiah was complaining about this. And he says, I can't quit in verse 9 of Jeremiah 20. For if I say I'll never again mention the Lord, never more speak in his name, then his word in my heart is like fire that burns in my bones, and I can't hold it in any longer. Oh, I love this. Oh, glory, I love this. I so want to be this way. I want to be like Jeremiah. I can't quit. For if I say I'll never again mention the Lord, never more speak in his name, then his word in my heart is like fire that burns in my bones and I can't hold it in any longer. (laughs) I can't hold it in any longer. You see, sometimes people, when they have thoughts in their hearts, they, they had to share it. And those thoughts sometimes is maybe not the best thing, you know. And this is why we need to be thoughtful what fire we take to our bosom. I don't know about you. I don't want the fire of lust. I don't want to know it. I don't want to know the fire of gossip. I don't want to know it. I hear something and it just burns. I got to call somebody, text or email or whatever, Facebook, whatever way people nowadays communicate. I don't want to be that way. I don't want to know those fires. I don't want to have anything to do with them. But I do want the fire of God's life, love, healing, cleansing, washing, regenerating, renewing word. Oh, how I call to it, as David says in Psalm 119, I call to your word, I call to your word, come to me, come to me. Oh, friends, I want that fire of God's word living in me and coming 
that I can't be quiet, that it just comes out of me, that I just begin to speak it. And I really feel, well, maybe stay in the Living Bible, if I go to one of David's psalms that has really helped me, this psalm, and it's Psalm 96, and uh, no, 69, excuse me, 69. This psalm really helped me in times when I was so tempted to feel God can't use me. I'm too human. I make too many mistakes. And, and this, this became a fire in me. This, what it says here. I'll read it to you. And I read it from the Living Bible. Save me, oh my God. The floods have risen. Deeper and deeper I sink in the mire. What is the mire? Your own failing nature. What is the flood? The pressure of demand of life. The waters have risen around me. I've wept until I'm exhausted. My throat is dry and hoarse. My eyes are swollen with weeping, waiting for my God to act. Oh God, verse 5, you know so well how stupid I am and you know all my sins, right? I'll just pick up a couple of verses. Verse 9, my zeal for you and your work burns within me. I advocate your cause, Lord, and they talk about me. I am the talk of the town, verse 12, the song of the drunkard. They keep right, but I keep right on praying to you, O Lord, for now is the time you're bending down to hear, and you are ready with a plentiful supply of love and kindness. Now answer my prayer and rescue me as you promised. Pull me out of the mire. Don't let me sink in, Lord. Don't let the floods overwhelm me and the ocean of circumstances swallow me up. Save me from the pit that threaten, threatens me. Your loving kindness is so wonderful to me, Lord. Your mercy is so plentiful, so tender and so kind. Quickly, Lord, come and save me. Come, Lord, rescue me. Oh, I will praise you with my singing. My thanks will be your praise. That will please you, Lord. The humble will shall see their God at work for them. No wonder they will be so glad. All who seek for God shall live in joy. And on and on and on. Oh, these words became a fire in me. And that is the fire that I stoked by prayer and reading and meditating. Friends, what fire? What fire burns in your heart? What fire burns in your heart? I pray let it be the fire of God's Word. Stoke that fire. Stir it up. <sighs> Breathe the life of the Son of God that's by the Spirit into you, into that fire by reading it and praying it and saying it and reading it and praying it and saying it and listening to it. Stir up the holy fire of God's Word in your heart is what I'm pleading with you today. Don't let it smolder away. And you don't read anymore. You don't read the Bible. You may be our pastor, a minister, and you don't read the Bible just for reading's sake. You only open it to find a sermon. That's not healthy. That's not the way to live. If the only time that I 
get myself ready to show affection for Virginia when she gives me a hug or a kiss, then that's not healthy. No, I've got to live in the day and night and when we see each other, that holy attraction is there and we hug each other, we hold hands, we kiss and we have great joy together because the fire of love is burning. Oh, I pray that the fire of God's holy word is burning in you, drawing you up into his most holy place, into divine communion with him and shunning from within everything that would defile you. See, when the word of God lives and burns inside of you, it attracts to you everything it says and shuns from you, from within you, everything that contradicts attracts everything that fulfills its promise, shuns everything that contradicts. When the Word is living and powerful and active inside of you, oh, hallelujah, hallelujah for the Word of God. Hallelujah for the Word of God. It is like a fire, he said. You know, in Luke chapter 24, it's the resurrection, it's Sunday. It's Sunday. It's Resurrection Day. Jesus rose on the Sunday. That we know. It's in the Bible. There's an argument that he get crucified on Thursday and, and then was dead. Those that from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and rose Sunday. That makes three days. Okay, folks, you can go in and out of all of that. We know he rose. We know he was crucified for our offenses and he was raised for our justification. And we know he was in the grave three days and nights. That, that, so that's, that's where it is. But this, and he rose on Sunday. We know that. Morning, early. And there were ladies who went to the gravesite at, at dawn when the light broke of the morning of the new day, they were at the gravesite to embalm him, to, to put spices on his body and all that. And when they got there, the stone was rolled away and two angels appeared to them and said, he is not dead, he is alive. They came to the 11 disciples and, and told them and they wouldn't believe the women. Two, Cleopas, the brother of Joseph, the natural father of Jesus, so to speak. Joseph, the husband of Mary, I should say that way, because God is Jesus' father. But Joseph's brother is called Cleopas, and he lived with his wife Mary in a place called Emmaus, which is, what, six or eight, nine miles away from Jerusalem. And they were walking home on Sunday morning after the Sabbath. And as they were walking home, Jesus joined them. And he began to open the scriptures to them, it says, from Moses, the Psalms and the prophets about himself. And then let's look it up for a moment. I want you to see what happened. Because you see, as the scriptures are opened to us through Jesus, <coughs> as we begin to read them, we stoke that holy fire in us. And Jesus, it said, 
He said to them, O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning, verse 27 of Luke 24, at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. (coughs) Right? Just like Peter spoke about Jesus from Psalm 110 and Psalm 16 on the day of Pentecost. And and so it says, and they verse 32, and they said to one another, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he opened the scriptures to us? You see, friends, you you, you gotta open, open, open. Open the Word and just read it and just let that fire of holiness be stirred in your heart. Let it burn all the dross of self-indulgence, of the world's deception. Oh, when you have this, oh, when you have that, oh, wow, ye, and all these fires that try to come into your heart, it's all dross, it's all worthless, it's all emptiness, it's all grasping for the wind, Solomon would say. It's all futile. And friends, when you live for those things, it will leave you empty spiritually and emotionally. But if you let the holiness of God be stirred by the word inside of your heart and it burns like a holy fire inside of you and consumes all the dross of worldliness and emptiness, how your life will find satisfaction, how your life will find fulfillment, how your life will be so caught up with God that you are moved by him in everything you are, say and do. Amen. Have a good day.